coming up this week, some marvelous changes at the Disney Island Resort. <laughs> See what I did there? Yes, I would. And, and it's time for March Madness. Woo! Plus, later, Michael continues his celebration of Disneyland's 60th with part one of Disneyland After Walt. A look at some of the events and changes that happened in Disneyland in the 1970s. I remember those. All that coming up next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Design Plug Disneyland Edition, episode 557, for the week of March 13th, 2016. The Design Plug Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Mary Jo Mulata Willie. Hello. Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Tony Spatel. Hello. And Nancy is off this week, having some well-earned family time. How was everyone's week? Is everybody, is, is it raining in Southern California, Tony? I don't know. I'm not there. <laughs> what the heck am I thinking? Sorry. Yeah, you asked me. It's, it's not, it's clear in Albuquerque. I'm sorry. Mary Jo, was it raining in Southern California? Um, it has been raining. Okay. Not today. Today was, was kind of cool, though. It was very cloudy. And- okay. It's supposed to rain sometime tonight. It rained on Friday. Yeah, it's it. All of all of West's baseball games got rained out. And mm. Yet he went camping. But yeah. anybody who um, you know how we had uh, our friends on was it Frank and Brian? And yeah, yeah, they were on talking about uh, the Harry Potter. Yeah, did you check it out? No, but Kelly went okay. on Friday okay. with her friend Kayla. They rode the um, Forbidden Journey. Mm-hmm. Nine times. Wow. She said there was a five minute line. And she, so she said go before April 7th. Um, I heard they're still kind of tweaking it. I don't know if it was, I think it was Brian posted that they toned it way down and it's not even like you're flying anymore. So they're still, huh. still working out the kinks. Yeah. I hope they, they tweak it back where it's like you're flying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to say hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen to us live and chat with other listeners, head over to Mixler.com. It's M-I-X-L-R.com. Look for a Disney Unplugged Disneyland edition. And listen to us live every Sunday evening beginning at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Pacific Daylight Time now, Tony. Um, Yeah, thank you. Well, okay, I've been in a two-hour time difference between us. And now I'm in a one. And I was successful, proud of myself for being ready and... No, I'm not. That's all right. We, we forgive you. Oh, this thank time. you. <laughs> um, if you want links to that, you can find those at our show notes page at disunplug.com or on our Facebook page. Every week we post the link to Mixler. Um, don't also be sure to check out our other, uh, the whole Disunplug family of shows. Monday is the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show. Tuesday is our Orlando Show. And Thursday is the Diz Universal Show, so be sure to check those out. All the links to those can be found at www.disunplugged.com. Speaking of the Orlando Show, they have a big anniversary coming up this summer. Yes, ten they years. Do. Ten years. Um, you're going to want to listen to Tuesday's show. Just saying, there may be a little bit more information about um, some of the things coming up on in July, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Um, and Mary Jo was in the parks this weekend, and she never. She I, lives there. She's, she, lives she lives in lives Walt's there. apartment, I think. <laughs> yes, the light is on for her. I, so, I've been there almost every weekend since Thanksgiving. It's crazy. I've never gone as often as, as I have, but there's always something to do over there. Mm-hmm. So, so let's talk padding. Let's talk butt padding. Talk about pat. Hey, don't get personal. Sorry. Um. So, I went today to check out the Matterhorn. Because I saw on the disboards that they added padding to the seats. And so I said, well, I got to go check it out. And I did. And so they have these, uh, maybe it's a two-inch cushion, permanent cushion that's on the bottom of the Matterhorn seats. I thought they were really nice. It's it's um, contoured to the chair. They they didn't do a... It's a contour to your butt? Uh, pretty much. It was very comfortable when I wrote it. And... So maybe it was because I was sitting on the cushion and I wasn't bracing myself as much or needing right, to. Right. The ride seemed faster than it normally does to me. Usually the ride doesn't seem quite as fast. And I rode on the Fantasyland side, which is a slower side. Um, also because I didn't want the ride to be so jerky. But it went by really quickly. It was more comfortable. I think people are going to be happy with these cushions. They're not against your back, but it... Um, I think it does a lot to relieving that jerkiness mm-hmm. that people were feeling, you know, as you were riding on the mm-hmm. Matterhorn. You know, How are they so. attached to the seat? They use, it's funny you say Hot that because gun. a cast member was telling me that they use this special adhesive. Because hmm. um, we were chatting while I was standing in line. And she said that they uh, were trying different adhesives that wouldn't come off when it rained. And so that's how they attached it, some type of adhesive. Probably, probably Gorilla Glue. <laughs> <laughs> Duct tape. Or, or Yeti Glue, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something stronger. Uh-huh. But, uh- yeah, so I went on it. It was a lot of fun. And I and I got actually got a little wet, which I wasn't expecting. Because on right. the Matterhorn, I don't, you don't typically get wet. But I don't know if they've tweaked the... I don't know. It was just seemed like a smoother ride and a little bit faster. Cool. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, any other housekeeping? I have another one. Please, ahead, please, please do. I didn't know that you could, and and those <sighs> of you who are not locals probably knew this, but did you know that you could ship packages from Disneyland to your home? Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah. You never told me, Michael. Oh. <laughs> you never <laughs> asked. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I thought I've everyone never, knew. I've never had a need to do that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you should yeah, see a sign so. at, the, at the cash register says that you just ignore it. it maybe it's above my eye level i don't know and i noticed I, them at disney world I, I don't know if i've noticed them at disneyland okay. signs well it used to See, be now, it used to be where you could they'd have the sign that had that but also where you could ship packages to the front when, when they used to do that or is it well um, that i knew about i knew could, about package pickup sh- i've done that before and ship packages to um the resorts and i think it was all on the same sign well i figured that you know, shipping to the resorts. I knew about that, at least the Disneyland right, hotels. Yeah, yeah, yes, but I didn't know that you could ship them to your home, and it was really, it it was very convenient. Mm-hmm. So, um, what you buy? That um, something for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a surprise. Otherwise, I would tell you. So, somebody that actually listens to the show. Kind of, sort of. And it's not my story to tell, and I can't say any more than that. There you go. It was nothing yes. for you guys, so don't get excited. Oh. 
But uh, yeah, when, it, when, when my friend told me about it or the unnamed person, and I was like, really, we can do that? <laughs> and they were like, we did this at Walt Disney World all the time. It's like, all right, well, so I learned something new. Even though Michael knew about it already, and some of our friends in Mixler already knew about it. How was how was the, how was the cost? It was pretty decent for okay. it. Well, for a two to three day, uh, for something that cost like let's say thirty dollars or so, it was going to be almost twenty five dollars. And then for a ten to fifty, like a ten to ten to fourteen days, Ground? it okay. was eight bucks. Okay. So I thought it was really reasonable. Very cool. Michael, you have anything? No. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's good enough because I'm ready. Okay, cool. <laughs> we were trying to stall because well, of my time. I was trying to stall because you yes, I know. And I'm like, no, okay, but- Michael will have a nice, good <laughs> something. That's- but that's actually good because if he, whenever he gives his, I usually start listening. And then I won't pay. <laughs> hey. And then I wouldn't have gotten the work done that I needed to get work. Oh, nice. but of course I listen to Mary Joe's. Yes, but- of course. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. I-, I have a really oh. important one to share. Okay, go ahead. I'm not done yet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Um, this coming weekend, or next week, March 19th and 20th, our friend Dave Avancino will be at the Disneyana shop. He will be selling some exclusive Disney art that he does, including his exclusive um, name art, that 3D art that he does, and the ticket book. So if you want to see him, he'll be there between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. both days in the Disneyana shop. So don't be afraid to take advantage of that. Very cool. Also, we were talking about the sh- um, in Mixar on, before the show about the Pixar Play Parade is for some reason not on the schedule after say March twenty eighth. So there's been like no official announcement or anything like that. If it's just a glitch in the system or what, we will keep an eye out on that and see what's going on because that's about the time that food and wine starts. So I don't know if the parade. Well, is do you think it has something that. to do with that? Maybe. I don't know. We don't know. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep watch. Hey, um, Tom. Yeah. We got a nice link from Teresa and Mixler, um, for the shipping costs from the Disneyland Resort. Maybe you could put them in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, I will look at that. See who that belongs to. <laughs> oh, that's true. <clears throat> All right. Um, what do I know? any other housekeeping, Mary Jo? Um, other than I had a great dinner at Chef's Table with my children. Oh, yeah. It was so well, good. Probably I, the last Andrew, time that I'll did, do it for a long time. Did Andrew cook for you? No, it was Chef Gloria. Mm. And it was kind of cool because, okay, there's a lot of people know this. There's two sets of four chairs sitting together at the Chef's Table. Right. So if you sit in the first four, one through four, you're sitting where they're prepping the main food. And if you're five through eight, you're sitting where they're doing the desserts. Well, there was a huge group, not a huge, there was a big group in there yesterday and we sat where they prepped the food and the attention to detail and the, how quick they execute, um, preparing the food and everything was so interesting to watch. And there was this one chef and I'm pretty sure he's been there for a while and he was preparing everything. And then chef Gloria went over there and, and he had put together this salad and she was pulling out leaves and she was saying, no, we don't put our lettuce like this. We don't do clumps. We, you know, and she was showing him, you know, that, that he needed to maybe shred it better for the person. So when they would eat their salad, it wouldn't be so much work and stuff like that. And it was just really interesting. Um, Kelly said that she was being the expo, um, 
part of the of the kitchen and she was just orchestrating everybody to just get all the food out to everybody so that they would get the food hot at the same time etc at the same time we were being fed these different um courses that were just so so good it was it was good and then all three of us um did the wine pairing nice so yeah it was um it it is a, a little pricey but if somebody's looking for a very special meal i do recommend chef's table what did you eat um my my the a fish that i don't know the name of it it said it had dory in it so something dory oh um, no yeah, now she'll yeah, never she find found dory <laughs> I forget. Now I can't remember. So so you had the wine pairings then. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was kind of obvious. Um, But my meat was uh, short ribs, and the meat just fell off the table. Oh, yeah. They were so good. (laughs) We had duck meatballs. We had scallops. We had duck breasts. Um, Nick had, oh, my gosh, what did he have? That was so good. He had, oh, it doesn't sound good, but it really was good. He had lamb tongue. So they they did see, ask us what we did not like, and he doesn't like mushrooms. Kelly and I like everything. So they did make sure that they gave us all the kind of food that they like, that we liked. And it was really funny. Nick and Kelly were saying that they think the chefs were listening to our conversations because different things that we said that we liked. All of a sudden, that's what we were eating nice. in front of us. So, so they, cha- they really changed the menu as, as you went along? I don't know. I just think that they just paid attention to our conversation. Mm-hmm. And they just made sure um, that they served us something that we would really enjoy, yet a little bit outside what we normally would mm-hmm. would um, eat on our own. I, I think my appetizer was a sushi flight, which was just really good. Um, all, all of it was really good, Michael. I, I can't name all of it. Some of it were names that I don't... John Dory? Jack Dory. They're, they're, <laughs> they're helping you in Mixler. <laughs> yeah, the Mixler's trying to help me. I think it's called John Dory. It was really good. It was kind of like a, uh, a very, like a white fish. Um, it, it was just really good. And the scallops were delicious and everything. And the, of course, they start you off with an amuse-bouche. Then you get the appetizer. It's a five-course meal. And it's the same cost as if you get the four-course prefix meal. Um, but you get the five courses plus if you let the chef do what they want, you know, they they, they do something special. And you're getting the best quality food. Mm-hmm. So, One of these days. Yeah. You, you do have to save up. I, I use my Disney Visa reward card. I've been saving up, and that was a good majority of the cost. Wow. So I had no, no, there's no um, annual pass discount or anything. There's no break, but using that Disney Visa reward card made it a lot more palatable. (laughs) They really enjoyed it. So. Um, Okay, cool. Uh, Mark, thanks. Finding short ribs has been canceled by Pixar. Uh, (laughs) Also, just a reminder. the Berry Festival starts next weekend at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, I think I'm going to be there Saturday afternoon and enjoying some. I, I, I got to try the fun bun. Uh, have you you've seen that, right, Mary Jo? 
It's a. I I think I've seen it. It's yes. like a huge cinnamon roll, like Disneyland cinnamon roll, that is dipped in funnel cake batter, oh then gosh. deep deep fried, and then has a boysenberry cream cheese over the top of it. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. Will you post pictures of it, I will, Tom? I will. Um, I'll try to. I'll try to tweet. I don't. I don't know if I'll tweet from my own account or from the Diz, but I will. I will try to. Can tweet. you periscope it? Um, Can you periscope yourself eating it, and then I want one of those tubes, those cameras <laughs> in your stomach as it's going down. Right. Yes. <laughs> really, and, and then, then coming a, back up again. Yeah. Glucose level test. Yeah, I want that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, and now it's time for news, such that it is not a lot of news this week. Um, they, you know, constructions on Star Wars land begins in April. Yeah, but have you seen backstage? Um, have you seen the rivers of America construction has begun? Uh, there was a story that came out this week that they are starting to drain the water from the back half of rivers of America. So the back half of water, the backside of water. Um, and as always, when they drain water at Disneyland, the, they are recycling it, sending to a, a treatment plant. And so they are not wasting it. Um, all right, Tony, are you ready, sir? That's that's the news. That's it. Be that's before it. Tony goes, I yeah. will say, let me just add to your construction. Maybe not. I was ready. <laughs> Couldn't you tell by the music that I was ready? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I yeah, no, the music starts. It's over. It's time for March Madness, Mary Jo. You have to wait. I'm so excited. All right. And you should be excited because to this... I'm excited. Yes. Jo, I think we should just listen to this song. Yes. Okay, so anyways... That was a that was a that was a also a little bit of an ode to Wayne. I think Wayne used to throw music in every so often or sound effects. Anyways, we've done March Madness. Is this our fourth year, Tom? Fifth year. Oh, geez, I can't. Okay, yeah. so we're running out of things to do. Yes. So this could be the end. I don't know, but no, because then if Star Wars. Oh wait. Oh, I just came up with an idea. Hopefully, I remember it a year from now. And I feel really bad that Nancy's not here for this one. Shopping. Yes, March Madness shopping. Right in my wheelhouse, obviously. Um, yes, of course. So we're going to do... She's going to say you did this because you knew she wasn't going to be here. We didn't find that out <laughs> until recently. This is this has been planned. Tom and I, Tom, we, we were discussing. We've got it planned. There's a link I can give you right now if you want to see the brackets. It is tinyurl.com slash... Diz March Madness 2016. Yes, it's a lot, but it's all words that we know. Tinyurl.com <laughs> slash Diz March Madness 2016. So nice, beautiful bracket. Uh, there were, we were looking for something that had 64. So shops was kind of where we were, we're left. Oh, and I see people are looking at it because I can see everybody's name popping up. So let's go through. Now we know that just like March Madness. First of all, I'm really excited that we're actually doing it on the Sunday that they announced mm -hmm. the brackets. This is the what timing? Yeah, yes. It was amazing timing. So. Hey, did you see Fresno State's going to the big dance? Yeah, I know they beat San Diego State in the yeah, tournament. Yeah, sorry. That. But you know what? That's not the real dance. But so you're not bitter. This yeah. is the real dance. The Phantasmic. Yeah. Who's going to be the Phantasmic champion? We remember that they were retired because they always won. So that's why it's called the Phantasmic champion. So... We have divided up shopping. We know that with every bracket, there are con there's controversial seedings. There are teams that are left out. 
You know, that just seems to happen, especially when the the uh, selection committee sometimes, lo- yeah, the selection committee of one sometimes looks at things. Maybe I got paid under the table. I can't comment on that. So here we go. Let's start with, we have our four brackets. We have the resort bracket. Remember, some teams might have to travel because there's not enough room, so they got moved to another bracket. There's the lands bracket, where we have all of the different lands in Disneyland. We have the DCA bracket, because they had enough to have their own bracket themselves. And the Main Street bracket, which has two teams that had to travel to Main Street, which is going to be really tough, because you can never win in Main Street if you're not from Main Street. If you don't, if you never lived on Main Street, you don't understand Main Street, get out of Main Street. Sorry. Anyways, that was, that was, I was making a whole straight out of Compton kind of joke. Anyways, so. Is that what that was? uh, Yeah, rap. I know, again, I. You're you're so hood, Tony. Thank you, thank you. Yes. So, anyways, we'll start. Can I just say I love the, the names that they give people on Google Sheets or whatever? Yeah, Anonymous Bat, Anonymous Giraffe, Chipmunk. Moose, sheep, elephant, and lemur. The lemur, lemur, lemur yeah. is all lemur. Sorry, yeah. it's French, and Nancy's not here. So, okay, here we go. Speaking of that, that's the other thing I'm really sad that Nancy's not here is because all of the uh, shops in New Orleans Square I can't pronounce. So, anyway, so you left them off. Okay, and now I kept some of them on there, hoping okay. that she would help me out. So here we go. In the resort bracket, we have. Our, we're going to start with the number. We're going to do the number one at the end because I want to share that one. So our um, no, we kind of have to. We have our number one seed, the World of Disney, going off against one that was lobbied for because of one member of our podcast team. I personally it's didn't think. I personally store. didn't want this store involved. I didn't think they deserved <gasps> it. But then I was told that because that's how selection committees work. I get a little. Hey, you know, so something silver versus world of Disney. I slipped him a 20. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the one versus the 16 seed. We have the eight and nine D street versus Disney pin traders. The five versus the 12 ride makers versus sun class sunglass icon. Number four versus 13. The fourth seed build a bear workshop versus the ESPN zone studio store. So cute versus sports. Six, we have the Fantasia shop from the hotel, which is very underrated. Why they got a six seed versus Wonderground Gallery, which is way down at eleven. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, sometimes people don't know the team's names. So number three, because first of all, how could this not this? Some people might say this is a high seed for number three. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, the selection committee likes sweets. And sweets <laughs> seem to get a higher seed. So Marceline's Confectionery not only has sweets, but it's named after the hometown of Walt. How could that not be a three seed? Okay, you have number 14, Little Mismatched versus number seven. Oh, wait, three versus no, 14. Was- Marceline's versus Little Mismatched. You have seven versus 10, Disney Vault 28 versus Anna and Elsa's Boutique. That is bias. I'm not a big fan. So that's why you got a number 10. Number two. We can discuss the controversy in a second. Lego store. What? Yes. the Le- Okay, here's why the Lego store was the number two se- seed according to the selection committee. Where else can you play and buy at the same time? Okay, fine. Sephora? Yeah, okay. That's not, that yes. didn't even make the list. I, I was thinking you can go to the Lego store and like toddlers can sit there for two hours. Now, remember, that's what's going to be interesting about the voting is you could vote. Some people are going to look at it based just on selection. Some people are going to look at it based on, you know what? This is such a well-themed store. 
I'd vote for that. I put the Lego story number two because of the fact that you can actually interact and play. So it's kind of depends on people's perspective. So really, these numbers could mean nothing depending on what you decide to vote for. So some people, like I said, might vote for theming, selection. It could be all of the above or none of the above. So it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. Because really with shopping, how do you really rank them? But I chose to this way anyways. And then um, we have the Lego store versus Sanuk at Sanuk or whatever at 15. Okay, so. I think that was Julie's favorite was Sanuk. Okay, so. In the Main Street bracket. So, so any 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 highlights in there, Tony, that you think we should look at? Any any matches that uh, well, in the resorts bracket? Well, I don't see how World of Disney doesn't win. But then again, there might be idea like Ride Maker's got again a higher ranking with a five because mm-hmm. I, I I guess I was kind of biased to the kid factor and the fact kids could make their own thing. That's why they got a five. And if you see. Bears should have been four. They're kind of like four and five. Um, I actually think Fantasia Shop is probably one of the most underrated shops in Disney. Mm-hmm. For me, but I just like souvenirs. That's the thing. I'm biased that, that way. Wonderground Gallery is kind of popular. It may do okay against Fantasia Shop. And yeah, I, I see it getting getting well, and what was, fairly far in the Well, uh, and what was hard was tournament. how do you rank... There, so there's... Actually, this kind of might end up being the best... 64 we've ever done because okay someone say sunglasses i lose them all the time i need them and i'll be like that shouldn't even belong in disney others know i want memorabilia and that's it but you then there's a lego store like it depends on people's perspective and how they're interpreting the shops you know is it about it needs to have disney merchandise only and special disney merchandise then i'm voting for that one or does it have to be something that everybody could go to i put the, you know, the Lego store, cause it's interactive. So it kind of depends. Some people say, I don't like candy. I don't want to go to Marceline. So it's just, there a- should be, there, there may be some surprises this time around. Well, of course, when the selection committee is, that's the purpose of the random selection committee. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, okay. All right. What's next? Main street bracket. We have the number one seed. I think obviously Emporium. Right. Obviously. There's only two that didn't belong in main street cause main street didn't have a full 16. Uh, Play going against number sixteen Main Street Photo Supply Company. I got that. Dessert. I think that's legit. Thank you. Good. I was like Main Street Photo. That's one thing I think. Oh, that's hey, that's legit. okay. <laughs> okay. The point is, are you going to watch? Yes. So I did my job. Ratings will be through the roof this year. Okay. We have the number two seed Disneyana versus fifteen Silhouette Studio. Oh, Silhouette Studio. Okay. Main Street's uh, going to be controversial. I wait, wait, wait. You're going out of order. What happened? I went to two versus 15. Okay. I went down. I'm going one, two. Okay. Okay. Confusing us. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Number three, the three seed, the Candy Palace. You'll notice the the mm-hmm. the sweets being high seeds. Versus 14, Fortuosity Shop. Someone clue me in and remind me the Fortuosity Shop. That's the, it's the watch shop. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Then they did long for 14. I can't afford those watches. Okay. Number. But that's a, that's a neat shop. They have lots I agree. Of neat stuff that's why there. you're going to vote. See, it all works out perfectly. It's most, mostly for women. Exactly. See, see, it's all. It's Except all. for those Harvey, Harvey wallets, right, Michael? Um, I get mine across the street. But they have them there at Fortune. No. So again, the question is, does the price range of a shop make people say it shouldn't be ranked high and I shouldn't vote for it versus something that every person can get. See, it's very, this is all interesting. 
<laughs> no, I'm serious. Because I purposely, I went to cute stuff, kid stuff, cheap stuff. That was my thinking. But there's going to be other people that think totally differently. Again, that's why your vote counts. We don't want to have a brokered convention at the very end. So that was my little political joke for the time that bombed on everybody. Okay. So we are on number five. Disney number, clo- four. Number, number four. Number four. Thank you. Numbers are hard for me. Disney Showcase versus New Century Jewelry at 13. Number five C Disney Clothiers versus one of the traveling teams, the Briar Patch from uh, Critter Country. The five versus the 12. Six. Traveling team. I like yeah. that. All right. Mad Hat. Well, that's what happens if you're good, but not that good. They make you go play in the tough <laughs> bracket. Mad Hatter on Main Street versus 20th Century Music Company. Six versus the 11. The seventh seed, Main Street Magic Shop. Now, see, nostalgia. I went there. I have, they got seven. Versus 10, the China Closet. And then number the eight seed versus the nine, Crystal Arts. It's Crystal versus Pooh. <laughs> yes, I the guy that liked that one. Um, that Pooh traveled, obviously. Um, and then we've got 10, which is, we already did 10 and 7. Did I miss any? No. No, that's it. So go ahead and rip the bracket. Let's see. Uh, Aporium's is popular, so it, it, yeah, it may go all the way. Um, Disney on a shop, though. I know. I think it's going to be those two. I don't see how it couldn't be those two. Yeah. Disney on a shop's my favorite. Yeah. So again, then you're going to see the, again, is it, as you also may, you may also may see Fortune shop going far. Again, it's, it's, it's interesting because like I said, like I love, like there's shops you love to look in, mm-hmm. but sh- that you won't buy. Right. Mm-hmm. But people might say, that's what I like about it. So again, it's, it'll be interesting to see. Right. Well, and see, China Closet's the one that's at the end, right yes. next to the. Yeah. See, that's the one that I I typically buy more things out of that shop. And there's a couple. They have a, there's a couple that I think will struggle because they just don't have. They're, they're constantly changing. Like the Disney Showcase doesn't really. I mean, it's always something different. And then the the 20th Century Music Company is is what pins, and you know, it just doesn't. Yeah, it has a few books and yeah, some music, yeah, but so. it's mostly pins now. And I, Magic Shop, I would, I might vote for it just because I like the fact it still exists. Correct. I, and, and, and no, no other reason. See, now that we're actually discussing this, I was a little nervous about the shops, but actually what I really like about it is that like we, I keep saying over and over again, there's different reasons people <coughs> like different shops. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's obvious as to who's going to, necessarily win right. okay. so maybe this will be the, the best one yet okay so all right, so the rest of disneyland okay the rest of disneyland we have the lands bracket so all the lands including uh new orleans square we have i'll go in the top to bottom order this time the star trader number one versus uh, <laughs> the, the perfumery mademoiselle yeah, the perfume shop a little bias there that perfume have you been in that perfume shop the perfume that shop. Is... <laughs> those That's beautiful, those beautiful mirrors by Dorothea Redmond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're gorgeous. You're... I go in there every time just to look at them. Now, see, so you have to now again. The selection committee liked Legos and candy, so <laughs> the selection committee is a five-year-old boy 
So you have to remember that. That's why the perfume place got number 16. But the perfume shop, that's another unique shop to Disneyland. They paint the bottles on Saturdays. They have, um, I, I hate to say souvenirs. You can purchase the, the bottles there that you cannot purchase anyplace else because they specialize it to the person. We will see what the voters so, say. Now, even though you're really like kind of, I thought the campaign rules were within like a certain amount of feet. You couldn't have signs because you're really trying to promote your your platform, Mary Jo. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, now, this one, of course, I had to do this. The number eight seed is Pieces of Eight. Cause of, how, course. of course. Versus Fantasy Fair Gifts, the number nine. Little Green Men's Store Command. Again, remember the selection committee is a five-year-old boy. That's me. Um, against number 12, Autopia Winner Circle. Those two probably don't deserve to either win, but... So somebody there is going to win. Number four, it's a small world toy shop versus 13, La Mascarade de Orléans. Nice. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's, that's channeling Nancy. Um, number six, Bib, Bibbity Bobbity Boutique versus Westward. <laughs> Say that again. Yeah, I, can, I know. I said the French one, no problem. Bibbity Bobbity <laughs> Boutique. Number six, C versus Westward Ho Trading Company. Number 11. Number three, the other Mad Hatter. Which is I got a fantasy land. Okay, okay. I, I erased I erased that, but now it's the um, now it's in there. Uh, the Mad Hatter of Fantasyland. And okay, I'm gonna totally be honest. The reason why it got a three high seed is because I remember as a kid getting my hat with my name on it at that Aww. one. So I was like, nope, that's getting a three. That's the Tony special, not the one on Main Plus Street. Plus, that's the only one that the Cheshire Cat appears. Yeah, not the one on Main Street. So that's why I put it as a three on purpose. So the castle, oh, heraldry shop, 14 seed, fairy tale treasures, number seven versus 10 bonanza outfitters. I think for some of these, you have to go to the Disneyland resort website and see which one's which, because some of these names, we might just go to the shops and not know. So do your research before your vote. Be an informed voter. Uh, number two, pioneer mercantile, cause it's, because I like it. Okay. Versus. 15, Cristal de Orléans, 15, and that is the lands bracket. So go ahead and criticize. <laughs> I think Cristal de Orléans was, is, would be, should be a, um, more like a six than Bibbidi Bobbidi. I think this was a weak bracket. Oh, you mean, you mean a weak bracket the way it was organized, or just there's nobody, there's nothing good in there? There's nothing all that, I mean, start, yeah, no. Huh. You're right, but that's where all the lands are. But what's interesting is Mary Jo totally disagrees because she thinks New Orleans Square is amazing. I don't mean it in a bad way, but. Yeah, they have unique shops there. They mm -hmm. have things that you could get there that you can't get anywhere else. And they, and it's, to me, good quality items that you can get there. And and they have the pirate shop and the uh, and the um, nightmare before Christmas shop in there. Mm -hmm. So we will have to find out what the voters think. And we know if Mary Jo and Michael stuff the ballots, then we'll know. But that's okay. <laughs> it's your right. Michael and I have a lot of friends. I know. So. I don't. So <laughs> somehow my voting for something makes negative votes. I don't even know how mathematically <laughs> that's possible. And then finally, the DCA bracket. We have the number one seed, Elias and Company. Of course. Versus Julius Cats and Sons, 16. Number eight, Big Top Toys versus Nine Gone Hollywood. 
Number five, off the page versus sideshow shirts. Twelve, we have, again, five-year-old boy, trolley mm-hmm. treats. Number four. Okay, so over it. Trolley treats beat off the page. If I want ca- Tony. Okay. I cannot, <laughs> okay. I cannot eat anything at off the page. <laughs> I can eat things at trolley treats. Now, okay, to be honest, when the first bracket, the first bracket came out, the food wasn't on there. Then I saw the food in the other ones and had to redo it and put the food high on all of them. So anyways, that's just my own. I do do the food reviews. I kind of have to promote the food thing. Um, I see a little bias there. There's there's a lot of bias. I'm not claiming that there isn't. Uh, Versus 13, Kingswell Camera Shop. Wow, how'd that get 13? I don't know what he was thinking. I must have been eating too many trolley treats and got a little... Tipsy. Number six, Oswald's versus Seaside Souvenirs, 11. Okay. Yes, this got a three. People forget about this shop, and I think it's really good. And every time I go in, I go, wow, I didn't realize how good this shop was. Again, bias, yes. But too bad. People have to deal with it. Russian River Outfitters. I gave it a three because I just think it's underrated and it's big and they have cool themed stuff that you can only get there. And even though I'm not an outdoorsy person at all, I love the outdoorsy motif of the shop. So Yeah, I love just looking at this different signs. Yeah. yeah. Th- yeah. Thanks for helping sticking up for me there, Tom. No worries. Versus 14, Treasures in Paradise. The 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 cars matchup that we've been waiting for. Ooh. Ramon versus Sarge. Ramon's House of Body Heart versus Sarge's Surplus Hut. I actually think Ramon's House of Body Heart could go pretty far. I think that's one of the, I agree. and what's interesting is as, as this bracket was going through, the Cars Land shops are probably the most themed, I would think, because car, you know how Cars Land was the whole thing is you're in the movie and it's not a shop about souvenirs. It's the shop, like if you're in the movie, if I could do it all over again, which I guess I could, but I won't, um, I'd put Ramon's house really high because it's just, it's like it's Ramon's house of body art. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then number two, Los Feliz Five and Dime versus At Water Ink and Paint. Again, Mary Jo, go ahead and chastise me for my choices. No, well, I, I agree with you about the Russian River Outfitters. I think that's a really cool store. I I just think that I you must have like hit your head or something when you put Off the Page down at five. That's all. Yeah, I think Off the Page will go far. I think mm-hmm. Ramones will go far. Now remember too, you do want some kind of if it's all in a perfect order, which doesn't exist, then it would be boring. Come on. Oh, I know you've given us a challenge. Yes, I'm cringing at a few of these choices you're making. Me yes, that's the point. So, so everybody can. And you, where's the vote, Tom? Uh, fo- vote will be posted on Facebook. If you're listening on iTunes, it sh- you should all already be able to go to our Facebook page and vote. Uh, if you're listening live um, by uh, midnight, maybe um, it'll be up on Facebook. So go to our Facebook page and you'll be able to vote there. And you cannot complain if you don't vote. You need to vote and make your voice heard. And you only get to vote once. Ah. Are you going to make us all take, raise our right hands and take a pledge, Tony? Yes, and <laughs> we're going to have little oval stickers that say I voted that we're going to be sending to you. Yes. No absentees. 
We've been having uh, and no yeah, abstaining voting. All right, we're having issues with some of the the hanging chads. So, is is there a deadline for voting so it gets um, tabulated for next week's show? Yeah, we'll probably cut it off at noon on Sunday, next Sunday. Okay, so Sunday the twentieth. Now, Tom, you said twenty minutes. How'd I do? I don't know. I think I did about twenty minutes. Yeah, you did. We're good. We're good. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, Tony. Uh, we'll see. I'll be looking forward to the results next week. Yeah. Time for rapid fire. I will go first. This one's rapid. Um, a new discount has been released. Save up to 20% on premium rooms at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa and the Disneyland Hotel, or up to 10% at Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. Uh, this offer is valid Sunday through Thursday nights from April 3rd through June 16th. Um, you can book now up through May 24th, 2016, uh, with travel completed by June 16th. Um, now the fine print savings on premium rooms are available in premium, deluxe, and woods, garden, or courtyard rooms. Select host, uh, concierge rooms and paradise artisan and regal suites. And of course, not valid with any other discounts or offers subject to restrictions and change without notice. Um, if you have a trip already booked through Dreams Unlimited Travel, of course, your agent has already checked to see if this offer would save you money and made the appropriate changes. Right, Mary Jo? That's correct. <laughs> oh. They they really take a lot of pride in doing that. Yeah, they, do. so. they love sending those emails. Yeah, I just saved you $200. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Michael. Well, Captain America has been my favorite adventure since I was a little boy. And so I'm really looking forward to the next installment of the Captain America films in May. Well, Marvel is launching a program for girl scientists. Uh, Marvel Studios is increasing their girl power on the big screen. And behind the scenes, they're looking for some talented, science-loving youngsters as well. So Marvel's partnering with the National Academy of Sciences Science and Entertainment Exchange for a program where girls 15 to 18 and in grades 10 to 12 can submit projects they feel can change the world with a short video that demonstrates their idea and explains its far-reaching potential. In conjunction with the release of Captain America Civil War on May 6th, Girls Reforming the Future Challenge is geared toward female applicants who are interested in science, technology, engineering, or mathematics, or STEM projects, and share the same goals as the Avengers on screen. The commitment to safeguard humanity, protect the Earth at all costs, and make the world a better place for future generations, says Civil War star Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Scarlet Witch, and hosts an exclusive introduction video with Emily Van Camp on the Captain America Civil War Challenge website. Five finalists will be picked to travel to California to present their projects to a panel of experts, and they'll also receive an invitation to hit the red carpet at the Civil War world premiere at Hollywood's Dolby Theater, April 12th, a tour of Walt Disney Studios, and a $500 savings account from Synchrony Bank. In addition, one girl will be selected for the grand prize, an internship at Marvel Studios. I'm really excited to meet these exceptional young women who have STEM backgrounds and who maybe also want to be part of a more creative and science-based world, Olsen says, and Marvel's a perfect place for that. Entries will be accepted through March 26th. 
For applications and more information about the program, including the video I mentioned, visit CaptainAmericaChallenge.com, and we'll have a link in our show notes. So good luck, ladies. Very cool, Michael. That's really cool. Yeah, I think this is great. And speaking of Marvel, Mary Jo? Well, <coughs> excuse me, as you know, over at Interventions in Tomorrowland... Do you, you mean the Tomorrowland sit- Expo Center? What's it called? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, over there. Carousel of Progress? Yes, America Sings. <laughs> you can currently suit up at Iron Man Tech presented by Stark Industries, or you can meet Thor at the Treasures of Asgard. But the last day you'll be able to do this will be right after the Easter weekend. Thor is going to be returning. I'm sorry, I had to stop for a second. Sure. Oh, Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor. I know your heart is a little sad. <laughs> This 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 part's really hard for me to share, but he's going to be returning to Asgard, Aww. and the Bifrost linking our two realms is going to be closing after April 2nd. Aww. We won't be able to see him anymore. But... Until so the wait next a second, film. I'm confused. <laughs> so our realms, like, she, he's in a whole other realm, but for some reason they follow the same calendar we do with, like, dates, like April 2nd, mm-hmm. the bridge is closed... Do you not know any start eight ten thousand five hundred when in Rome, Tony? When <laughs> okay. in Rome? Okay, I just I didn't I I don't understand this. This is Thor we're talking about, all right? He the he's he's a god. okay. No, so okay. Anyway. So I would think as a god, he could say April second. That means nothing to me. I'm a god. Well, but the Bifrost, he's he also yeah. I blew your mind. He's just a god now, with a small G. He only has so much power. But despite all that. Don't despair, because beginning on April 3rd, you'll be able to head over across the way to California Adventure, meander to the end of Hollywood Boulevard, near the Hyperion Theater, and you'll still be able to meet the uh, Marvel characters, including our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and also Captain America, who's coming back. And so, um, it's going to be Captain America's uh, Civil War, and just in case anybody didn't realize this he's also going to be coming out in theaters um in 3d on may 6th so no coincidence i mean it's pure coincidence that um his movie's coming out at the same time that he's returning to california adventure so i guess he's in town so he's going to be visiting us but yeah they're moving the marvel characters across the way and they're not going to be in a uh environment like they're in currently at the headquarters it's going to be outside meet and greet and then we'll see what else Disney comes up with to surprise us. So we were speculating that it's the um, city cityscape that they used for Monsters U. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's that's the most logical. They're not going to they're they're going to put it over there in the corner. Yeah. So. All right. I thought that they would have put it at stage seventeen or something and built you know that whole environment. Yeah. So maybe they're building something, and in the meantime, they're they don't want to deprive us of our favorite characters. And speaking of Marvel, Tony, I know this is all Marvel. Please, it's all Marvel. It's marvelous. Yes. (laughs) Well, Avengers. Again, I still don't know how Thor didn't see this coming. I assume Thor just knew everything. But um, wait, I just thought of something, Mary Jo. When you spin in a chair. Is that like your way to like, is that how you summon Thor? <laughs> is that how you get into that bridge? Don't ever tell. To the other 
sphere or realm or whatever it was called. <laughs> so Avengers have joined forces with more heroes for the Run Disney Superheroes Half Marathon Weekend at the Disneyland Resort. So there's changes is that Avengers are now going to join forces with more superheroes in 2016. The November event name will change to celebrate the expanded roster to the 2016 Superheroes Half Marathon Weekend at Disneyland Resort. So not just Avengers, but all the superheroes. To celebrate the 75th anniversary of Captain America's first appearance, the Captain America 5K will be inspired by the vintage style of the original artwork. The Master of Mystic Arts is set to host the Doctor Strange 10K. And again, just coincidence, like Mary Jo said, what better motivation than the Doctor Strange movie releasing the week before the event? Just happens to coincide perfectly. The half, the half marathon will remain the Avengers Superheroes Half Marathon. The Superheroes Half Marathon weekend will be full of surprises. Registration will open on April 12th, 2016 at noon Eastern time and will be sold out April 12th, 2016 at 12.01 Eastern time. I added that myself. Uh, of course, so yeah. like, pass holders can go a week early yeah. and DVC can go yeah. a week early. So you can also, though, sign up for an email reminder and you can join the fun by following at Run Disney on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram using the hashtag Run Disney. So there you go. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. For those of you listening live, be sure to stick around for Michael's segment. It's going to be an awesome one. Otherwise, um, for those listening on iTunes, skip ahead to the next segment now. Um, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.